I read comics, show number 71. administrative things to clear up before we get to the meat of the program, which is a review of Speed Racer, the movie. I know that the feed was screwed up. I know that a lot of people didn't get shows 69 and 70 until very recently, and that was my fault. I was trying to optimize the feed, and whatever I did, iTunes really didn't like it, so I had to go back and re-optimize it for iTunes. There are some things I just don't understand about XML feeds and why the standards look different for regular RSS versus what iTunes likes, so whatever. It's back, and it's working, and I'll try not to make that mistake again, so apologies to everybody who wondered where the hell the show was for (laughs) like a month or so. The other thing that I wanted to pass along was that um, I had some other Iron Man news after we recorded our interview, uh, courtesy of Wikipedia. So I went and I looked up the Iron Man movie, and in fact, this was supposed to be the first movie of a trilogy, which is very exciting. And I found some interviews with both John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr., who talked about how the next movie will probably deal with Tony Stark's alcoholism and some other stuff, and it just sounds too cool to be believed and John Favreau has expressed interest in directing an Avengers movie so there's lots of rumors swirling right now that there's going to be a Captain America movie and possibly a Thor movie all of which will culminate in an Avengers movie which would be awesome personally I don't think they need a Thor movie I think they could play it as they have with Ultimate Thor just introduce him and have him be this guy and nobody's really sure if he's an Asgardian god or what so that would be cool, and I hope they do it that way. The other thing about Iron Man that I didn't know, which were mentioned in a number of um, interviews, is that a lot of the dialogue was improvised because they just thought it would be better that way, and they thought it would be better than having the actors um, read from a script the whole time. So I, I think a lot of the dialogue between Tony and Uh, Pepper Potts was probably off the cuff or the actors just had some ideas and they went with it. And I think you can kind of tell that it comes across as very natural and fresh in the film. So I thought that was cool. I refer you to the Wikipedia entry on the Iron Man film for all kinds of neat tidbits of information that I didn't know and Logan didn't know. So it's very good, very informative. And I'm totally psyched about the possibility of more movies, which I think there will be because Iron Man's just been making a ton of money at the box office. So all of that is extremely cool. If you're a fan of Speed Racer, you should go again to the Wikipedia entry on Speed Racer and look up all of the information that I didn't know and Logan didn't know when you hear this review that we did. I was familiar with the TV show when I was a kid and I used to watch it all the time, but there was loads and loads of stuff that I just didn't know that they incorporated into it. So Wikipedia is a great source for information about what's in the movies and where they took it from and why they did certain things. It's too bad that the movie hasn't been doing as well at the box office. We didn't think they were ever going to make a sequel to it, but it's a good movie. I'm sure that they're going to make up um, a lot of it on the DVD sales. So be that as it may, you'll hear in the, in the review, we really thought it was good. 
And I'm introducing a new little segment at the end of the show where whenever we go to see a kid's movie, we're going to interview an actual kid chosen at random to give their opinion on if they thought that it was a good movie or a bad movie because we're adults seeing kids' movies and it would be good to have an actual child say what they think about it. So that'll be at the very end. Now, one more thing is that I have been looking into places where I could store files that I would like to share with you guys, a la the Ditko special that was on BBC. And I think I have a solution. So there's a storage place called uh, Storage Vault at toucan.com. And I know of it because the people who uh, run the Pilkipedia website, which is a source for all things about Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington, use this service to put all the shows, the radio shows up there. And I've used it to grab stuff and listen to shows while I was doing all kinds of stuff at home when I was painting and washing dishes and things. So it seems to be good. I've uploaded two things there right now. One is the file of the Ditko show. It's a really big file. And I think what you do is click on it and then use their embedded player to watch it. And I have beta tested it and it apparently works. So um, go ahead and give that a try. I think if you create an account for yourself at storagevault.toucan.com, you can actually download it. It's a big file. It's 300 megs or something like that. So be warned, but I think that's the way you do it if you actually want to download it. But it's just as easy to watch it if you want to watch it. It just streams it, and it streams it pretty effortlessly. There aren't a lot of glitches in it because they host the file. So I would encourage you to try that if you want to see the Ditko thing. And the other thing that I put up was... Um, part of a little show that was on TV in England for a, it was a local program called Inside Out, and um, they do profiles of local people and things. And it's about Northampton. And one of the profiles on a recent show was about Alan Moore. It was the last ten minutes of the show, so I grabbed it and I edited it and I cut out the first two segments, which were about uh, a company that makes rosettes. And then uh, some phone company that's been scamming people into paying lots and lots of money for phones they don't need. I didn't think you guys wanted to see that. But you know what? If you really want to watch those two things, send me email and I'll upload the whole uncut Inside Out episode. I think what you're really interested in is seeing Alan Moore and having him talk about his inspiration and his comics and also having him read some of his comics, which is extremely exciting. So I have uploaded that as well and apparently it works. Now, the... Um, Jonathan Ross Ditko thing is an AVI file. The Alan Moore thing is a .mov file and that happened because when I edited it I couldn't figure out how to save it as an AVI without losing a lot of the quality. But again, it's been beta tested and it seems to play pretty well. I'm just warning you, if you're going to download it, you need something that plays a .mov file. And I know QuickTime does and some other stuff does, but it looked crappy when I tried to save it any other way. Now, you'll find the link to this um, on the page at iRedComics.blogspot.com in the entry for this particular show. Um, I'm going to put a couple of links in for Speed Racer things, and then I'm going to put in a link that says something like, and here are a few special treats for the regular listeners. And there'll be links embedded in that, which will take you directly to those files. As before, 
please don't post these publicly and um, please don't put them up in news groups or anything else. Feel free to share them with other friends of yours who are going to go ahead and watch or download it. But I would really rather not have like a bazillion people trying to download this and get my account yanked and all the rest of it. And I'm just going to leave stuff up there because you can do that. And I will continue to upload more things that I find that I think you all might be interested in. There's a lot of really good stuff out there on the torrents in terms of um, TV programs and specials and rips of DVDs and you know, I, I feel like for people who just want to watch it and who can't get hold of things that might be very hard to get hold of, like, for example, the Ditko program, which isn't available anyway, I would like to make those available to people. Not to um, try to cheat anyone out of money, but especially TV things, they're really hard to get. So um, I'll put that up there and please let me know how that all works out for you and if there's things that I can do to change it or make it easier for you all to do it. So that was an awful lot of words. Let's get to the Speed Racer interview. And then at the end, I think I'm going to play the uh, new Speed Racer theme song, which is very, very cool. It's based on the old one, and it sounds kind of like something the Black Eyed Peas might do. So we just came from seeing Speed Racer. Yeah. Which, you know what? For a two-hour movie, it didn't feel like two hours to me. It went very quickly. I think the uh, racing scenes helped that. Definitely. So I I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, the... The dialogue and the plot building went was maybe somewhat unnecessary in certain parts, but in order to make a racing movie have some sort of yeah. relevance, you have to do it. And the, the racing scenes were fantastic. It was great. It was like, I kept trying to figure out, it was like being inside um, a Pokemon cartoon melded with Blade Runner, melded with like a Sonic the Hedgehog game yeah. where everything's going by really, really, so really fast. fast with all these bright colors and everything. Yeah. But it was really good. I was surprised at how good it was. I was, I, I didn't have high expectations for this movie. Right. I think that's also uh, what, for me, I just set my expectations really low and then enjoyed it. And I didn't, I didn't want it to be some, I didn't want it to be Iron Man. Yeah. I didn't want it to be some <laughs> amazing movie that had this cool, you know, double meaning mm-hmm. or deeper meaning. It was just a movie about racing it and was. winning winning the day and doing the right thing and that was it was fantastic i thought it was really really fun an um, all-star cast too yeah i couldn't believe all the people that they got to be in it i was really impressed that they got richard roundtree to be in this movie <laughs> as the old time yeah. sort of racing hero. he was really good and it was yeah. so good now i wanted to really mention something that i haven't seen anybody talk about with this movie was that it was so um like Blade Runner, culturally mixed. Mm-hmm. There were people from every country, every nationality, speaking with different languages yeah. and different accents, and kind of random. Like yeah. there was no pattern to what you might see, like a, an Asian person or a black person or an mm-hmm. Indian person. They were just all kind of jumbled together. Right. That was some, awesome. Some uh, Nordic uh, Vikings or something. Yeah, I mean. a black guy though with horns, <laughs> right. like a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> There were just so many things about it that were, I, I thought were really good to show that whatever universe this takes place in, it's right. not our world. It's right. like some other place yeah. that exists. Yeah, I really liked it when it, um, when the commentators would come on and they were watching the, the races, it kept flashing to the commentators in the same way that, that the cartoon often did. And it was yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> but it was all, all in different languages and all of them uh-huh. screaming and being excited. And I thought that was really fun. It was great. It definitely borrowed a lot from um, the Japanimation that the original series was, plus things like Pokemon mm-hmm. and, and Bakugan that have come out since then where um, there's very quick cuts between people yeah. or like a movement from right to left when they're changing scenes or showing how background or lots of layers of 
time changes. So like mm -hmm. one thing is happening now, and then another thing in the past, and another the thing whole and yet opening another credit thing. or opening scene mm -hmm. was just this um, interlaying of two time, two things that happened similar um, on the same track, mm -hmm. but one was Speed's older brother Rex, and one was Speed, and, and it was really amazing how they did that. I, I thought that was just a really neat way to open the movie. Yeah. So um, for those of you who want to know what the plot is. Um, it's basically Speed Racer versus a bunch of bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> and he has to win the Grand Prix to prove that racing isn't fixed always and that right. an individual can win if he's, if, you know, he's not part of the it's mob or whatever it is. a big anti-corporate message. Yeah. Mom and Pa shop versus uh -huh. a big corporation. And how can you not root for Mom and Pa when they're played by John Goodman <laughs> and Susan Sarandon? <laughs> right. And the, the younger brother was just hilarious. He was great. He, that kid is an actor that I've seen on... Uh, Disney shows. He's been a semi-regular on a show called Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, not, I know. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. that show. Yeah, he so he's been around. It's good, and they had a real chimp playing uh -huh. Chim Chim, which was good. Um, I have to say though that the two um, main characters, um, the English guy who was of course a bad guy because he was English, right. was played by Roger Allen, who I've seen in other pictures. He was like Christopher Hitchens. I kept thinking of him as Hitchens in this movie. <laughs> Looked like him, and he talked like him. And then the guy who played um, Rex, or actually Racer X, I should Racer say, X, right. um, definitely was like Crispin Glover, all grown up. His name is Matthew Fox. Matthew and I'm sure Fox. I've seen he's him on Lost. Things. That's uh -huh. his big okay. thing. He's the big. You but know. I kept thinking, oh look, his older brother is um, Crispin Glover. <laughs> so, so here's a little the, less freaky than Crispin Glover. Definitely, but he had. The, but the funny thing was about Racer X was that he had the voice that they used for Racer X in the cartoons, yeah. which was this sort of almost like machine modulated deep voice, deep resonant thing. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. And there were a ton of things in here that just went back to the cartoon in, in right. homage to it. You know, they even did that very iconic scene where Speed jumps out of the car in the opening yep. credits and he strikes that pose. Yep. That was fantastic. And I, I loved how they, they he would end the race by, like, swinging the car <laughs> around sideways. The same thing, you know. Yep. Just exactly. And I love that there's a, a movie that's like a cartoon where the cars are basically indestructible. Right. They can jump and tumble over and they never break. And, <laughs> and they, they have all these amazing gadgets. They and, defy gravity. They right. defy physics and everything. That was good. One thing that was really nice was that they, they made a point of showing that when a car was in an accident that the drivers don't get hurt. Totally. That they get ejected in this kind of bubble. bubble of some sort yeah, that like bounces away to safety. So that was good, you know, making yeah. it more kid-friendly, not to show people getting really right. hurt. Right. Um, there was a slightly graphic scene involving piranhas, but that was okay. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was funnier than anything else. Yeah, it wasn't really and scary. You, and, and one kissing scene. Yeah, but they get a little warning for the kissing right. that scene, was which a, was... A cootie <laughs> warning, which was very amusing. <laughs> so that was really good. Um, and I thought that there were a lot of things for adults, for people like us who were familiar with the cartoon, right. you know. Um, lots of in-jokes and things. And then there was a lot just for kids who have never seen it before, mm -hmm. who could just go and enjoy it as a big, loud, kind of brightly colored, action-filled picture. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I think that was some of the... Some of the criticisms I read said, you know, it's just so over-the-top with its bright lights mm -hmm. and flashy, speedy, you know, imagery. But I think that was actually the part that I enjoyed the most. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wanted more, even. But the, I think that... Um, the two scenes that make the whole movie even worth, uh, just worthwhile, just to go see these are the the race at the on the island. I forget what it was called. Oh, um, uh, Casa Cristo. Casa Cristo, and then um, and then the final race, the Grand Prix. Yeah. I mean, they were both just amazing. Yeah, they're really really good, and I thought they did a great job of blending the live action with the green screen stuff. You yeah. really couldn't tell in a lot of places what was real and what wasn't real. Yeah. Um, and they did a very good job of matching 
um, the real stuff where there were real actors to the animations. So mm -hmm. There's a lot of scenes in, in Speed Racer's house and in his school, and it still looks like animation because the colors are so bright. They just <laughs> yeah. jump off the screen. Um, I like that um, there's a scene in his living room when they're watching TV, and on the shelves you can see rows and rows of manga. Like uh, the books I didn't were, yeah, that. it was very subtle. It was in the background, but it was like, oh look, there's all these books here, <laughs> you know, Japanese titles. And there's a fair amount of Japanese in the movie in terms yeah. of writing, and one and, of his allies, right? And there, there are characters, so it, it's nice that they tied that back and didn't try and make it into kind of a, a white people movie. Yep, I agree. That was really nice. That like getting just back to the multiculturalism that uh, it was this futuristic world where there, there just seems to be no. Um, there are no racial lines, really. Mm -hmm. Everybody just competes. You know, in this, like today in NASCAR, NASCAR is very much a white sport. Mm -hmm. And this was not. This was everyone. And yep. women were drivers as well, it, that which was, was great. Cool. Yeah. Trixie was driving. Trixie and got to drive, and that she was totally really cool. kicked butt on that, which was awesome. And yeah, there were a lot of women. They show um, Speed Racer and his family working on the car, and the mom is right there welding right, right. along with everybody right. else. Right, that was really cool. So uh, it was very nice in showing how everybody was pulling together to do it. And, you know, there were sort of... Uh, there were a number of gratuitous things with women sort of in short skirts and all that. But in general, I didn't feel like it was oppressive in that way. No, no. And in the cartoon, you know, Trixie was a part of the team. Mm -hmm. She wasn't somebody different. Like, she wasn't just Speed's girlfriend. She right. was there and she was helping do things. I love the pink copter. That was, that was really good. I love the fact um, that Christina Ricci, who plays Trixie, mm -hmm. actually has these enormous eyes yeah. that cause her to look like the way the you know, Japanese girls Absolutely. look at animation. I thought that was probably a wise casting choice. <laughs> it was good. It was really funny. And even, um, they, they, I think, exaggerated it a little bit with Susan Sarandon. They made her uh -huh. eyes look a little bit bigger. So, yes, there was this hilarious scene in the middle with a ninja, which I thought was just brilliant. Oh, it was. And it, it talk about over the top. That was probably the most over the top thing where um, everybody has to gang up on this ninja. And it's a really, really action-packed but funny scene at the same time and right. it borrows heavily from a lot of the uh, Hong Kong movies where you know everyone's defying gravity and spinning yep. around in midair right. and it was really well done it, it was that was the good part about it is that they they did a good job of it it wasn't meant to make fun of it it was just kind of integrated like that's what you'd expect it to be right I did I did like that probably because they had John Goodman and and there was of course the uh, monkey or, or the, the ape I'm not trying to chimpanzee. <laughs> um, there were just there were so many humorous elements. Mm -hmm. So it was very serious when they were on the track. And then as soon as it was, this, um, as soon as we left the track and mm -hmm. got on um, the uh, the the kind of plot build up, mm -hmm. those were all very funny scenes. And yet there was some serious emotional yeah, stuff as well. Yeah, there was. You but, know, uh, about family things and, right. and relationships and yeah. You, know, people. you had the dad even. So I kind of like the fact that we saw John Goodman grow as a character mm -hmm. as a dad because when his first son left, he. Kind of says, "Don't ever come back." Yep. And then when Speed's getting ready to leave, he says, "You know, if you leave, this door is always open." Yep. And I think that was just really cool to show that you know, and you know, he's as an adult, he he, he grew and emotionally grew. That's yep. cool. Uh, yep. There were lots of good things, and then of course they have to show at the end that the bad guys get their comeuppance, which right. was good. That right. he goes to jail, and you know, the scandal is uncovered, and the one guy, the other driver. Um, who we thought was a bad guy changes his mind and decides to be good at the mm -hmm. end as well. Um, he speeds right. The guy that they originally did all this for, right? Um, he ends up uh, turning into a good guy. He was yeah. good, and then he was bad, and then he was good again. So that was good. Yeah, I like that they had some of the stuff from the cartoon too, as, as far as um, Spritel's uh, uh, 
obsession with candy uh-huh. and popping out of the back trunk of yep. the Mach 5. That was great. It was good. And the fact that Speed got to drive the Mach 6 at the he end, did. which is even better. Very cool. <laughs> I didn't quite understand, maybe I just completely missed it, but why they didn't have the Mach 5 anymore. Um, maybe it got too battered up in that one race. I, I don't know. They finished? And it was okay. Uh, I, I don't mean, know. Do, do you remember? I mean, yeah. both Racer X Speed and, and the other guy, I can't say his name, they finished. They, yeah. they finished the race and celebrated. And then know. all of a sudden, he gets the invitation to participate um. in the Grand Prix. And he says, well, we don't have a car. Maybe that maybe that was lost in the, in the editing, editing. Yeah. But it certainly was confusing to I me. I agree. Or maybe it was just a plot device and they really didn't think it through that well. Right. It's completely <laughs> possible. But I... I definitely caught that and furrowed my brow a little bit. Like, yeah. I mean, I get that it's they wanted to create the, yeah, yeah. the Mach 6, but why? What happened to Mach 5? Yeah. So um, now here's the real spoilery part of it, which is, um, as in the cartoon, Racer X turns out to be Speed's older brother, who everybody thought was dead. Right. But what they did in here, which was really good, is that um, they had him say to Speed, no, I'm not your brother. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, very end of the movie, you find out he really is. Inspector because, Detector yeah. talks to him about it. And he, he turns out that, you know, he's had plastic surgery and everything, right. so he could look really different. And I remember when I was watching the cartoon that that was a really big deal when they revealed that he really was Speed's older brother and hmm. that they were going to team up and, you know, fight evil together. Right. So it was it was nice that they kind of let you believe, oh, this isn't like the cartoon yeah. until right at the end. And right. then you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't um, understand maybe... I can't imagine them making a sequel. Nah. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, maybe it's just one of those questions that is is fun to left to, that, that we're left to ponder. But mm-hmm. why, I mean, we know that he left to maybe protect his family, but what and why and how? Um, and, and clearly is important, and mm-hmm. he became this very powerful other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe he went into the witness protection program for the, true. the CIB, whatever that was supposed to stand for, Criminal Investigation Bureau, right. whatever, headed up by a foreign guy. Yeah, so <laughs> I was looking up, so that was Benno Furman, who, the name sounds incredibly familiar, his face looks familiar, and I looked at his IMDb uh, list, and the only thing I think I kind of remember was this horror movie he did <laughs> called Anatomy, but it was, I, I think, German, but... I, can't for the life of me remember what he was in that I've seen it yeah. something with him in it anyway. well, he was good I thought he was good all the actors were good yeah they absolutely. Did a good job. I thought that um, they did a good job of doing this humorous thing without going over the top right they, they had these because it could get I mean the, the potential to be sappy and silly was there mm-hmm. and I don't think it pushed into the lines of being sappy I think no. it, it just kept right on the um, smirky kind of humor mm-hmm. rather than Oh, there were certainly funny parts, and we were in a theater with lots of kids that yeah. busted up, you know, laughing at several of the, the points. Yep. But it was good. Yeah. I, I was very pleased. I did not expect to be this happy at the end of the movie. I totally agree. So, yeah, I, w- I would definitely recommend that. And I got to say, as I said at the beginning, I w- when you told me the other day that it was two hours, yeah. I was like, oh, no, how I can know. I sit through that? But it went by really, really quick. It went very quickly. And I have to say, during the racing scenes, um, not the first one, but the, the like I said, the the one on the island and then the Grand Prix. I actually had chills down my spine. I was very excited and ri- I was riveted. You know, there yep. were uh, just really rooting him on, and, mm-hmm. and it was it was cool. I I think they did that very well. Mm-hmm. And plus the theme song at the end. Yes. What a great version of that song! So, it's so I posted good. that on on my blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it, um, 
they did a music video to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just basically scenes from the movie, and um, they put it on MySpace TV, and so I embedded it on. <laughs> I'll send the link, and we can post it with this. It's uh, it's great. It I is. thought it was a fantastic version. It's, do you know who does it? I don't. It's I kind don't of remember. like it sounds to me like if the Black Eyed Peas did a version of it. It's very much it, like it a, starts off very much like a Black Eyed Peas song, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I, I can't remember right now who yeah. did it, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone like that, yeah, someone very famous and hip hoppy. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it for this review. Yeah, go yeah, see it. It's a lot of fun. Good. And then I think um, next we have the Hulk coming up. The Hulk. And um, then Hancock, which looks Hancock good. There was a preview for that. Batman, Batman, uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, not my. That's. Yeah. Well, there's probably. Other I'll probably there. see uh, Prince Caspian and blog about that. Okay. Because that. I think that'll be good. I, I liked the first one all right. I think Prince, Cas- Prince Caspian might be a little bit better, actually. Okay. So. Good. Well, we, we look forward to hearing your review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of good stuff this summer to see. All right. Go see, go see Speed Racer. And now we have a new feature on our show. Because we went to see a kid's movie, we wanted to get a kid's opinion about whether the movie was good or not. So we have our randomly selected child to give us an opinion. So can you tell me, did you like Speed Racer? Yes. What did you like best about it? The part where there was a ninja in the house and the lady said, is that a ninja? And then the guy said, who's a pro sumo wrestler, said, more like a ninja. And... What was the worst part of it? Was there any part that was bad? Anything you didn't like? I liked everything. Okay. Did you like the racing? Yes. Did the movie seem like it was too long? No. It didn't feel like two hours. Who was your favorite character? You can say. Speed Racer. Did you think that um, there was too much crashing of cars in the movie? No. And did you like the music? Yes. I like the end of it. Go Speed Racer. Okay. Would you go see this movie again? Yes. And on a scale of one to five, with one being bad and five being the best, how many stars would you give it? Five. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye.
pasa con intención. La coma como quema, si a la predomina como vuela. Desde el principio lo que pienso es ganar. Nada puede pasar, riding in the mudfire. Something flying as he comes around the track. He's heavy down the ball like he's never coming. 